welcome to another episode of Ask a Jew, where a secular sinful Israeli speaks to her holy religious friend. <laughs> I am feeling the holy presence because we are in the studio together. Hi, Chayalea. Hi, Al. Sitting How are you? right across the table from me. I know. In this wonderful studio, just to give everyone context, it is 95 degrees in New York City today, and mm-hmm. we have no air on because it makes too much noise. So I might die in middle of this. That's okay. Episode. I carry most of you, the podcast anyway, oh, really? so probably won't skip a beat. So you won't care. That's fine. But highlight: we've had like I, I feel like we've been like online dating from across <laughs> the country, like long phone calls into the night. I know. What's it going to be like in person? Like we've met. Before, I mean, we've met, in but person, this was our but... first. Like we had like a marathon week now. We spent a lot of time together. Oh my gosh. Um, I have so much time I don't want to see you for at least 100%. Six well, for I just I don't think this is working, frankly. <laughs> uh, Do you have a better idea? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know any other Hasidic Jewish women. <laughs> Can you introduce me to someone? Uh, no. I like your sister. She's no. cool. You're not talking. My sister is the coolest, but you're not having a podcast with her. Oh, okay. I don't fine. want her to tell you all of my dirty secrets as a child. <laughs> Um, well, we can we can have her on as a guest, but it is super <laughs> yeah. exciting. We had a quite an exciting week together. We did things, did we not? We did, we did. I am not the same person that I was when I came here last week. Well, I am not the same person I was when I was in my twenties and would go out till two a.m. <laughs> a few nights a week. I think you know what I need. You know what I would love a good like IV. Oh, that's a, I, people do that before fasts. You know that really? It became a. I've seen a bunch of like. Instagram influencers from the Hasidic <laughs> community who, like, before a big fast, like, have these IV companies come to their house and give them a drip. Wow. I really could use it, too. I only got it once when I had, um, like, a like a food poisoning. Oh, my God. Um, and I was like, this is amazing. I feel like, yeah. a, like a superhero where they just, like, <laughs> replenished me with, I don't know, injected me with new Maybe we uh, should do vitality. that after. I would not be opposed to that. I, I'm so, is it kosher? I, I mean, I, I, yes. <laughs> you just yes, gave it. Yes, absolutely. A, a sure. I did. I did. Um, but we did go out quite a bit this week. Uh, well, first of all, we had um, our, our friends at the fifth column were, were nice enough to throw us uh, a big party. Um, <laughs> For in or- yeah, for thank you, you fifth column. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, it's okay. We can talk about them. They don't listen to this. That's so true. Um, but we did. We 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 had. Uh, we went to see a live uh, recording of the fifth column. That was very nice yes. at the Comedy Cellar, where you might remember our friend Noam um, works. Yeah. Also owns. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was lovely. And, and we saw a bunch of friends. We saw a bunch of friends. With a bunch of people. And a bunch of strangers, too. Yes. So thank you to everyone. What you. happened, and, and here's the thing, listeners, and I hope this will happen to you, too, but you will, at some point, you will discover fame, like I did. Oh, my God. And you will become <laughs> insufferable. Wow. Yeah. Elle is living in an like alternate universe. Um, like seven people came over to us. That is not fame. That is seven more people. <laughs> That's true. Than have come to me in my this is life. The, this is the difference between Yael and I. Yael is like, oh my god, we're, we have the best podcast. Everybody loves us. Look how many people are complimenting us. And then there's me. I'm like, we have the worst podcast. I'm so embarrassed that people <laughs> are coming over. I, I'm ashamed, and we need to like delete all the episodes and start over again. So we're a good pair. You just we need, need to talk less. And oh, then I'll talk is that more, what it is? And then it will get better. Yeah, yeah. everyone said that they like me the best, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it was it was it was uh, super cool. 
uh, we met a few people who, who were like, we didn't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> that we were like, oh, I like your podcast. And I, I just want to say, I know you're not supposed to judge your worth by opinions of, str- like, from strangers. But I think they only say that when people think bad things about you. I think when people think good <laughs> right. things about you, it's totally fine. Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree. I agree. It was very nice. It felt really good. It was very nice. Yeah. So any, anyway, I, I, I think I want to like start uh, adapting some like little diva behaviors. Nothing big. Not, like, oh my God. But like, I do want to start like throwing fits in public. <laughs> Uh, I would like to like. You're gonna be on TMZ. I want to like throw my drink in someone's face. Yeah. I've never done that you before. You should do that. Yeah, I'm you just waiting, waiting for the right moment. Last night there was a pretty drunk woman next to us. You could have thrown it in her face. Yes, yes. Like, well, yeah, because we've been drinking for a few nights in a row, um, and yeah, we did go out till till very late, late last night. But we also Hila took me on a tour on a special yes. tour. Yes. We got yes. into a time machine <laughs> and traveled to Crown Heights yes. on a Friday afternoon. That's right. With some other friends of ours. What was it like to be seen with? Uh, well, first of all, I, I'd like to like set the stage. <laughs> oh, right. It is. It is Hialeah in her, you know, she like fits in. <laughs> and then it's like me. And then it's our it's our Asian friend and our trans friend, right? And my niece who has a bunch of tattoos. <laughs> so it, it, it like Kyla is like rolling deep with, you know, the, the misfits. Yes, it was great. It was it actually felt great walking around Crown Heights with you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. No, and people are so happy to show the community off. It's not like a you know. A, yes, they liked it. It was. Yeah. I'm sure people were happy with it and. Uh, Listen, that is a special place to me. So it was important for me to have you see it and understand kind of like where I come from. Uh And it's a big part of my story. And I I was really pleased to uh, share that with you. So it was um, very communal. Like everybody yeah. know, like you stop, people stop on the street and we're like, hey, yeah. you know, how's your bat mitzvah? <laughs> whatever. I don't know what, whatever, whatever you people do. Um, but yeah, no one was asking me that since my bat mitzvah was like 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> if they don't know how my bat mitzvah was, they don't care. They have, you know point. what? They, they're still recovering from That's their bat mitzvah. They just partied. <laughs> they They went. So hard. No, but, um, you know, we ran into lots of relatives and uh, you got to meet my brother mm-hmm. and some little cousins. And what was your impression of Crown Heights? It I mean, was, what was... It was interesting. I thought, I thought it, was much, it was much cooler than, like, being there with you than going alone. I think if right. I went alone, I would feel, like, not intimidated. Like, I don't yeah. think anybody would be rude to me. But, you know, just, like, it's nice to go with, with an insider. Yeah. But it does feel like like a different world. Like, yeah. the stores, everything. I took a bunch of photos. There's, like, a lot of hat stores. You, you people <laughs> like hats. Um, and, obviously, like, all the restaurants, everything's kosher. Um, I like that they had one of those, like... Um, I, I don't know what they call like electronic boards that they do for like street closures, you know, that right. usually say like, you know, do not enter or, you know, um, and this one said good Shabbos on it, right, which I right. thought was was yeah. pretty dope. Um, and what else did I see? Um, I saw a homeless person who was also Hasidic. What? <laughs> which I thought was interesting because it's like, like, oh, they have homeless people, too. But they're Jewish. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, there are beggars. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, sad. It's sad. Uh, we went to 770, which is the mm. central synagogue and actually, like, uh, headquarters of the Chabad movement, mm-hmm. uh, where the Rebbe, you know, uh, had his offices and lived there in the last part of his life. 
Um, and that was interesting for me to bring you guys there because that's like a very kind of like holy and special place to me mm-hmm. and like lots of nostalgia. I mean, because growing up, you know, we spent a lot of time there and we would go there for like all the important Shabbats and holidays. And um, I would see the Rebbe there until he passed away in 1994. And mm-hmm. then even after that, like that was, you know, a central meeting place for me and my friends on a Friday night. Like that's where we would go to, you know, to pray on Friday night. And um, it's just a really important, that's where all the weddings take place. Oh, okay. Um, all the marriages, like if you get married in Crown Heights or around the mm-hmm. area, your your chuppah, the wedding ceremony would be in that in that place. So um it was interesting for me because I I don't know if you were able to sense that when you walked in, but like I get a very overwhelming sort of emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I know like one of our friends who was with us did. I, I yeah. saw she, uh, they were like really um, emotional about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you like? How did you think about that? Um. So I don't know. I've, I've always had I've always struggled with like finding meaning in like a like a physical holy yeah. space. So even walking into like a beautiful synagogue or even a beautiful church, um, like I, I admire everything around it, but I never feel like any. Yeah. And I, maybe it's because I'm like, feel something. Like right. you know, you're, you're like, trying. there's a lot yeah. of like pressure to like something to transform. Well, do you ever feel it like at the hotel or I mean, mm, no, no, no. That's but I didn't even. Wait, this is like the worst thing ever. Whereas, ding, ding the Holocaust bell. I didn't feel it even like in Auschwitz going to these places. Oh, I felt really? it after, like yeah. when it kind of sinks in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's like when you're there, you know. I don't know. It just like maybe yeah. maybe because you're you're expecting for yeah. something to change, and maybe it's also memory. I think a yeah. lot of it is memory for me and. Being in there, like I, you know, I, I very much remember being in a in that building when it's packed mm-hmm. with thousands of people, and I kind of expressed that to you a little bit when yeah. we were there, and you know, being s- s- packed in and smushed up against other people, and like the just feeling this like beautiful communal like holiness, like yeah. kind of descend, and and thousands of voices singing together, like it just. It, it, I can't, I've never, it's not been replicated for me anywhere else. So mm-hmm. that place just holds a very special, yeah. uh, special I'll feel meaning to me. overwhelmed if I go like the, some, like a, like my, the home I grew up in or yeah. even like my, a few years that. ago I was in Israel and I went to, uh, to vote in my elementary school and, you know, so yeah. I, I don't know, I guess it's like a different, different type of, of meaning, but but yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of what you know what what the, what the place means to you, and right, not kind right. of some like metaphysical, uh, metaphysical thing. Um, but but yeah, it was it was super cool. It was um, it, it really is like. Would you recommend people who aren't Jewish just to like go and walk around there, like sightsee? Um, you can. I mean, definitely, it's if, go check it out. But I think there are tours now. I, I believe there's someone. I wish I knew the name of. You want to start a tour? We can, right we can do tours. Uh, we can go I, I would love that. You actually. have like three thousand relatives there. You're practically related to everyone there. Um, no, but there are definitely tours that you can take, so you can get like more of an insider look mm-hmm. on what's going on. Um, other communities are not as welcoming to like outsiders. Like I wouldn't say like. Well, break down, in, break down Brooklyn for me. And this is a bit of a New York-centric show, I think. Or yeah. If you're not from New York, maybe, sorry, Well, the Hasidic part, community but, is kind of uh, in different areas so of Brooklyn. So there's Midwood. What's in Midwood? Well, 
So I would say like the three main areas are you have Williamsburg, mm-hmm. uh, which is very Satmar centric and it. kind of other Hasidic groups that are closer to Satmar. Mm-hmm. And then you have Borough Park uh, slash Midwood mm-hmm. slash Flatbush kind of, which is also very uh, ultra Orthodox uh, Haredi style. Mm-hmm. And then Crown Heights is where Chabad is. I mean, okay. the only like it's really do you guys just fight like uh, like West Side Story? <laughs> yeah. like, do you do dance offs? Yeah, we do dance with the Midwood offs. Juice? And, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I mean, there's been times where there were there was friction between the groups and uh, do you intermarry? Um, so interesting. Um, many, Tell you this. This many, is West Side Story. I know many Hasidic groups do. Okay. Um, Chabad generally doesn't, and it's because we're kind of. Are, are you asking me if we intermarry amongst each other, like the Hasidic? Yeah, groups? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So other many of the Hasidic groups do. Okay. Um, Chabad is unique and kind of has a very different um, approach to sort of Jewish life and mm-hmm. our philosophy of like how we interact with the greater world. So you guys I think are more modern. Um, in a, in a sense, more modern, but it also, Dude, in a I sense, saw a just, guy, there was a guy in the coffee shop, yeah. a kid in the coffee shop who was full, like kippah and everything. And he was wearing a Billie Eilish shirt. So yeah, it was very have, modern. Right. We do have, yes. Chabad definitely has an element of like that kind of modernity and, and it, but it's also that we've just, view the outside world differently. We yeah. view it as a as a tool to interact with and teach about Judaism and educate others. And <laughs> Sounds like a conspiracy. I, it's not. I don't I didn't mean it as a tool, but we just you know. feel like we could use No, them I didn't mean it like that. Oh our- my God, you're gonna make me sound like some crazy person. <laughs> I mean I'm doing that on my own, I'm sure. But uh so yeah, so it's a little difficult to uh But you do th- you you like intermingle. Like okay Here's Yeah, I mean another- we have cousin I have many cousins who are other Hasidic sects. Does some I mean, people take the subway? Um, I mean, I'm sure there are individual Sotmers that have, okay. but probably not many. <laughs> who, mean, who works in the Diamond District? Yeah, lots of Hasidic. Yes, that's like, yeah. That's Sotmer of, people? Yeah, Sotmer and other okay. Hasidic sects. Yeah. Who works at B&H? Yeah, also like a mix of, that's a mix of, of all kinds of very groups. very confusing. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, there's, to interact in the modern world, you have to have a certain level of like techno, you know, technology yeah. and and computers and. Phones. Do you want to ask me about so. different types of secular Jews? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, how how are the Tel Aviv Tel Aviv Jews different <laughs> than the Herzliya Petuach Jews? We that, don't we don't intermarry. Oh, you, don't, you don't intermarry. Yeah, uh-huh. no. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> um, do secular Jews intermarry with other secular Jews, or is that? How how does that work? We we try not to. Oh, we we okay. try to enhance like the breed <laughs> by our Jewish women yeah, uh, like to meet out. men from different ethnicities and races. Wow! So that we can uh, make hotter Jewish babies. Wow! If they're like half Asian, I or mean, half black or half tall. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to admit. I mean, we saw a lot of kids on Friday. I mean, how cute! So are the many kids, kids. and they, they love scooters. Kids. They like do. are they are, they, are Hasidic kids born with like a yeah, scooter? Yeah, they come out with a scooter. It's yeah. like part of the. <laughs> it's like you have so many kids, you can't like carry them. Yeah, so they just come out with the scooter and they, scoot themselves. They learn how to scoot before yeah. they learn. How it's to like walk. baby giraffes that like get up <laughs> themselves and start walking. That's how Hasidic kids are. It's well, like I think, you're on your own. I think there's a trick to to like Hasidic families where okay, you're like you start. I think you want to hope that your first is a girl. Yeah. Hear me out because. 
It's true. You you start banging them out, and like at some point, you have like the girl hits nine, and there's like yeah. eight little brothers and sisters, and then there and then she, you you hand her the torch. Absolutely. Right, and you're like yeah. you're in charge now. Mom's well, the gonna boys go too. To I sleep. mean, the boys help. I saw many families walking around. I'm sure you noticed. Yeah. Where like the older sibling, whether it's a boy or girl, is like taking all their little siblings yeah. for ice cream or whatever. It's, Everyone's pregnant. <laughs> there's a lot of pregnant. Everybody's getting it on. It's very very loving, <laughs> lustful community um, yeah i haven't thought of it in that quite those terms but yeah yeah there are a lot of babies a lot thank of god. babies thank god but uh but it was very nice we went to like uh i don't know yeah everybody's like seemed very friendly um even though like like i said like we clearly kind of stood out um but i think everybody was welcoming and friendly and it, it that's kind of what i love about new york too like uh, you can yeah. walk you can go to like you know, uh, a, a part of Queens, and all of a sudden you're in like little like China, which yeah. makes Chinatown here look like the most like Western thing ever. Um, like Absolutely. there are little pockets of of everything in the city. So we had a friend of ours here who's not Jewish, and we took him out to some kosher restaurants, and he hasn't stopped complaining about the food. Well, that's because but, he's an anti-Semite, right? Okay, there. That's true, but yeah. also. I'm sorry, and I just want to say this publicly on the podcast, but you don't order a salmon wrap in a burger joint, okay? No, that was And then blame it on kosher food. I was like, embarrassed for him. Exactly. Salmon wraps you order he also in ordered, a salad restaurant. He also ordered a cocktail that had a cherry in it. <laughs> I was very I was very embarrassed for You're him. Embarrassed. Um, but I, I think, co- so here's what I think about kosher food. A, it's expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. But I feel like it's usually good. Like the meat yeah. is going to be good quality yeah it is it and is. then i like dairy so any place that's like only dairy i'm like down yeah i like cheese and yeah you know no the food stuff. here is real new york has such good food honestly yeah really good kosher food we went to a, a kosher chinese place well don't which, don't take our kosher uh level like i don't know that place was kind of iffy no, it was a hundred percent kosher. Okay, it had like okay, it, it had like the, the, the certificate. <laughs> it did. Every, yes. Oh, I didn't see that. It literally says kosher on the oh, thing. Okay, um, I know it says kosher, but you, usually that has to be you know backed why? up by because something. Chinese people are smart, much like Jews. <laughs> And I'm uh, my guess, and I don't know who owns Buddha Bodai. By the way, there are two Buddha Bodais. They're like they're like enemies. They're oh both like a block from each other. But, um, but I think they're smart, and I think like they're they're like we we want to open a vegetarian restaurant. If, if it's vegetarian, we might as well make it kosher. Yeah. So then the people who eat there are all Jews and Chinese people. Um, but we went to, I don't know why I'm telling the story about this kosher vegetarian place that we went to. <laughs> it was delicious. It was. Um, it was. and the person who introduced me to that place to begin with is my friend AJ, who's like Hispanic and grew up in the Bronx. That's uh, and he's, and he's not even vegetarian or kosher. Well, what was funny about going there? I mean, and I'm not saying that I did eat or not because I wasn't sure about the kosh route, but, um, I'll just, whatever. No judgments in this zone. No judgments. But um, if you listen we, to this podcast, you're already <laughs> committing some kind of sin. I think so. So we, don't judge others. I know. Don't exactly. So we ordered. There were like six of us, I think, and every we basically get a menu, and you have to like write down in the menu what you want to order. So and it's all like vegetarian and vegan and whatever. So everybody got their menu and wrote down what they wanted, but without realizing that everybody was ordering for the whole table. <laughs> So about 20 minutes later, there was no room on our table to fit this any of the dishes. Table. And it was a huge table. And I was 
embarrassed. Like and the, there was so much food coming out, and the, the waiter he was laughing. They at were us. laughing at yeah, us. Yeah, it was yeah. embarrassing. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be seven hundred dollars. Like I mean, it was insane. Food kept coming and coming and coming. Anyway, we got the bill. And this is why I was really nervous that this place wasn't actually kosher (laughs) because it wasn't expensive. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a second. Like now the alarm bells went off in my head. Like what if this place isn't actually kosher? It was, but I'm, you know, I was a little nervous for a minute because it was really cheap and it was good. It was. And we had way too much food. It was. If you go there, go to the Buddha Buddha on Mott Street, not the other Buddha Buddha. And we went out to eat in Crown Heights as well. Did you like I that did. place? We went to. Uh, um, yeah, it was it was nice. I'm not going to say the name of it in case you say bad things because I don't want to ruin their business. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a shakshuka snob, oh, Israeli yeah. food snob, yeah. so I wasn't a little, wasn't up to quite up to my my standards. Oh, okay. But it was it was a nice uh, a nice joint. I liked what I had because I got a croissant hmm. sandwich. Okay. Which my nutritionist said I must eat many of. Like. <laughs> He encourages me <laughs> to eat croissant sandwiches. Yeah, as long that as there's vegetables filled. in yeah, them. Yeah, well, there, there was avocado. Yeah. There was a sunny side up egg. With protein. I mean, it was delicious. So I'm I'm just going to assume that the egg and avocado outweigh the croissant part. Didn't your nutritionist you tell you that um, it doesn't count on, on Shabbos, on like... Oh, for sure. It's like your I mean, birthday. It yeah, doesn't count. it doesn't count. You don't no. gain a pound on Shabbat, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. All of my weight comes from Sunday through Friday. <laughs> I get nothing on Shabbos. I mean, I have to tell you, though, being here, I just want to give a shout out to my family because uh, I ate, you know, Friday night dinner at my uncle's house and Saturday lunch at my aunt's house and all my cousins were at both places. And I mean, they are exceptional cooks. Like, really? I What do they make? Oh, their food is insane. My uncle makes a chicken soup. I mean, there is no restaurant in the world that makes a chicken soup better mm-hmm. than him. I'm not kidding. Really? And like, I make a pretty good chicken soup. It is nothing compared to his. Like, it's just deliciousness. And then he made all kinds of like chicken and kugel and other stuff. And my aunt, I mean, everything she made was delicious from like eggplant with tahini to she made this like dish that was like mashed potatoes with fried onions mm. and pulled pastrami oh, on wow. top and it was I mean I I don't know it was delicious I, everything they made was delicious that does so sound I, delicious now I'm getting really hungry I know I think we should end this and go eat we should end this and go eat it reminds sorry one more story <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me <laughs> like I, we're not gonna have anything to talk about today okay it reminds me when my sister and I lived here when we were single we would say okay it's Sunday let's go to the city and we're gonna go shopping because mm-hmm. we never had enough clothes right and my did mother did you go to that place what's it called um where oh the, totally her totally no, her I'm going there today hopefully when we finish this but anyway <laughs> uh, we would so we'd be like okay we're going to the city and we're gonna go shopping for clothes because my mother was always pressuring us that we need nicer clothes and we need to look good and make a good impression yeah I need okay. a man so we would take the train and we would get off at like Union State Union Square or whatever to mm-hmm. go like walk around the city. And we would go to one store for five minutes and then we'd be like, let's go see a movie. And we'd go to the movie theater. Okay, we'd go to Macy's at Herald Square for two minutes, walk in, look at the overwhelming mess of that store at the yeah. time, and literally turn around and be like, let's go have lunch at Kosher Delight or J2, which was down the street. I mean Orthodox women that love Macy's. Yeah. Whenever well, it's, I'm at selection. Macy's um, and and Macy's is an interesting place because it like it's it's a nightmare, but it's yeah. also where I think all the like the best concentration of clothes in like a 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. But Orthodox women, there's always you Orthodox got, women. We went there. shopping there and you we got did. some nice stuff. And what did you, Hila, yeah. you, you, you saw something. You, you were like, um, I, I was looking for jeans and uh, I kept asking <laughs> Hila questions. Like, yeah. oh, I don't, these are going to be like too tight. And, and then it occurred to me that this woman that's sitting right in front of me now, she, she was like on safari. <laughs> Oh my gosh. She was like looking at sure. these these things that that women wear because you have never worn a pair of jeans in your life. Never. Wow. I have never. Um, I have a funny story because the next day I went back uh, with some of our friends because one of our friends wanted to buy a gift for his wife, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say who, but he um, the anti-Semite said no. Okay. I'm not going to say who, but he wanted to buy a certain type of purse for his mm-hmm. wife, and he wanted to spend. Roughly around maximum four hundred dollars. Okay. So he and this we we decided, I would kill my husband if he went well, for a few days and bought me something for four hundred dollars. Is that too little or too much? No, it's like why like just don't why are you wasting oh, four hundred dollars? I on think crap? it was nice. Anyway, okay. um, he I didn't buy my husband anything worth four hundred dollars. Sorry. <laughs> um, we so we're looking around and we go into. Burberry, because mm-hmm. his wife likes Burberry. Okay. And so we're looking around, and we find the kind of purse that he wants. And he, I, so I say to the salesperson, how much is this purse? And she said, and he's, it was a guy, he says, $840. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. $840. So then we ask about a few other things, and they're all crazy prices. So I turn to the salesperson, and I'm like, do you have anything in the $400 range? And he looks at me, and he says, No. So we left. I'm like, did you go to this Chinatown? Is there? Not our place. I know a place in Chinatown. Leave. You can get two Burberry. Bags yeah, exactly. For $400. I know. I know. Probably four Burberry bags. But can you? I don't know. I just I've never been the type that cares about like labels in that way to spend that much money. I'd much rather spend it on like a hotel in Times Square. Yeah. Uh, for a few days, you know what I mean. Do rather you, than that. Do so. you ever get like when you walk to a really nice store? Do you ever get like very self conscious? I mean, about how, like I every really single need time. to make an impression. On the person working at Who's, Burberry that's making $17 an hour. Like, yes. he needs to know that yes. I did not just walk in here, look at the prices, and leave. I know. I walked I in know. here, looked at the prices, and then looked at three more things so that it doesn't look like I'm just well, leaving after I saw the price tag. I know. I mean, but, like, I sometimes want to just go into a store and look around for fun. But, like, Versace stores mm-hmm. have, like, security guards outside. Yeah. And they will, like, not let you in if they think you're just, like, riffraff coming to, you know. Really? It's, yeah. It's it's so interesting. But I feel like that feeling you're describing about being self-conscious, we were kind of trained in that feeling because of the movie Pretty Woman, in my opinion. Mm. Like, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like but how I, she, didn't, didn't Pretty Woman and train us to go in and like and not be care. ourselves and not yeah, care. Yeah, but that's hard. Big mistake. She huge. did that after she gets like $10,000 worth of clothes and changes and looks like a different person. Well, what I learned from the movie Pretty Woman <laughs> is the life of prostitution yes. is the life for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you took out of that's, it? I, it? Wasn't that the, wow. the main theme of the movie? No. No? That if, no. if you just work really hard as a prostitute... You'll eventually meet. Like, no, Richard the main. Gere. Oh my gosh, no, no! You miss the whole. You need to rewatch that movie. No, okay. the main point is is that sometimes women are faced with choices that are n- beyond their 
like I feel like you're woke change. washing this. No, movie. no, come on. She like she didn't want to do that. It was really difficult and horrible for her. And she was like so much more than that. And he saw that and like fell in love with her and like luck. Like a lot of Could it you is imagine about luck. if somebody because it is a great movie and everybody loves like that relationship. Can you imagine if your husband if Baruch comes home one day he's like, hey, I have to tell you this crazy story about my friend. <laughs> He went on a work meeting and a work trip, and he fell in love with this hooker, and now they're together. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> it it's is a beautiful, beautiful story. story. You, yeah, but my favorite, my favorite uh, uh, movie with her, with Julia Roberts, is Notting Hill. Have you seen that movie? Of course. But here's the thing about Notting Hill, and this is a, it's a very well-rounded podcast, <laughs> because in Pretty Woman, she really did have personality. In yeah. Notting Hill, she was nothing. nothing. She was just beautiful. Yeah. That's all she brought to the table. I know. There's no character development yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's such a good movie. But it though. is like a P.Q. Grant, I have to say. Oh, he's so great. I My know. friend Mike worked with him on a movie, and he said that um, he's very funny. Oh, really? And told a funny story about him that I probably shouldn't tell Oh, I'm happy on this to hear podcast. that. Um, I'm happy to hear that. Well, no, I'll, I mean, I don't think it's a whatever. But he, he said, my, my friend Mike always plays a cop um, because he is a cop. Um, and he uh, was in the show uh, with Hugh Grant and he had to arrest him. Um, and he put handcuffs um, on him, and then Hugh Grant made a joke about like how much it hurts and how much he'll never use it on prostitutes again. <laughs> oh my god! But I think that's Hugh, Hugh Grant being like just self-deprecating. Wow. How old is he? Oh, Hugh Grant must be in his fifties. No, I think I think more. I would. Still, you think sixties? I would do him. Yeah. Wow. I think Thank so. you for that. In, that in, that's a good PSA. Um, I, I mean, you're you're talking <laughs> as if it's like the worst thing I've ever no, said no, on this I podcast. Know. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, yeah, he's just I don't know his later movies. He gets a little like bumbly for me. I, I liked him earlier. Yeah, he, like he, four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Your his. favorite Hugh Grant movie. Yeah. Well, I think this podcast is now kind of. I think we we have branched out. And we can say this is everything you need to know about Judaism and and Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. Yeah, like he's not good in Love Actually. I, I forgot that he was even in. That he's movie. like the prime minister who has no. How is he the prime minister? I mean, literally, he has no personality or anything. But what about uh, Bridget Jones Diary? Oh yeah, but Colin he's, Firth he's is in that. that too, and Colin Firth is hotter. Yeah, yeah. Who's Colin Firth is also like <laughs> seventy five now. Oh my gosh, no. He's probably 62. That's pretty up there. <laughs> it's not 75. Christopher Maloney just turned 60. Really? Yeah. Well, he was bald for years. Yeah, but what does that say about us, like the yeah. men that we, like, lusted over? I mean, Brad Pitt. How old's Brad Pitt? How old? Look yeah. at Johnny Depp. I mean, that's talk about I, aging. I never had a Johnny Depp thing. What? Too pretty. Really? Yeah. Never. Benny and June? No. Never had What's a Johnny Depp. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Never had a Best Johnny movie Depp ever. moment. You know me. I would probably like watch a Johnny Depp movie and like fall in love with like the f- stepfather or something. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> uh, if you have not watched What's Eating Gilbert Grape, you really need to. It's one of the best movies ever made in Do my opinion. Do you think opinion. it's better than Pretty Woman? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's an amazing movie. It has Leonardo DiCaprio playing a uh, special needs younger brother to Johnny Depp. Yeah. And they're their obese mother and it's a, just an incredible story I, I just love that movie so much well you can also watch Pretty Woman where uh, George from Seinfeld tries to rape Julia Roberts <laughs> remember that part <laughs> nobody I do remember nobody like in the remembers. hotel room yeah nobody remembers he's that part he's so gross he's so gross oh he's so creepy and then doesn't Richard Gere come in and punch him yeah oh, yeah. yeah that's what, that's it's how they fell moment. in love 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so again, t- take take you back to, and sorry to drag Baruch into this, but take you back to like <laughs> Baruch coming home and telling you the story about his coworker <laughs> that he fell in love with this prostitute, but then his fr- he had to like punch his friend his in friend. the face because he was hitting on her. <laughs> and you know what she did? She went to Rodeo Drive and she brought all these clothes oh on his God. credit card. Can you believe this, yeah. idiot? I would be like, I need to meet her. <laughs> She should take me shopping. That's what I want. <laughs> they never kissed on the mouth. Oh my god. That gosh. was the thing. That was like I the know. romantic thing. It's kind of like you you people. That was like their version of, of uh Shamana Gia. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Doing everything else except kissing on the mouth. Yeah, is, yeah. isn't that what the Bible says? No, that's not at no? all. Oh, okay. Um, well Yeah, I I really want to keep talking to you, but there's someone way more interesting in the other room right now. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Plus, we're gonna we're gonna have a special guest come here soon, so that's very exciting. Yes. Yes. Um, but it is lovely to see you in person. It is, it is. This is gonna be a shorter episode just to do a little recap of our uh of our trip here in New York. Also, we're both in, I, I think we're playing we, we did not once mention that we're hungover. I I plead the fifth. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she drank too much Manischewitz. <laughs> um, but but here we are. Uh, here we are. All are right. you going to take a nap now? Is that? What, <laughs> yeah, I was about to fall asleep. I'm not going to take a nap. I have a podcast to produce. Oh, that's true. That's I, you true. You know, this is my my main source of income. Yeah, right now. I know. So um, please follow us, like oh, us, to say that. Join uh, our Substack. Subscribe. There's a paying option, but you don't have to do that. You don't so have to do that. Um, go to Substack. Go to askajew.substack.com and just yeah. put in your email. We won't send you crap. I promise. Um, you have to just sign up for us, please. Yes. Please do that. Please. Please We're, do we're begging that. you. And rate us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Or wherever. Apple Podcasts. That would be nice of you, too. Yes. That would be great. So it's great seeing you, Yael. Yeah. And, um, yeah, sorry we spoke so much about Hugh Grant. <laughs> That's not your thing. We promise next episode will be uh, will be less you grant content. Yes, thank you. All right, bye. Bye, everyone. bye, everyone. <laughs>